Welcome to the Biggest Story Podcast, a show where we discover how God's Word fits together as we walk through a new Bible story each week. Last week, we heard a story about the power of the one true God called Elijah Proves a Point from 1 Kings 18. In that story, we learned the big truth that there is only one true God, the Lord. This week's story is called Grime and Punishment, and it comes from 2 Kings 5. Do you remember Elijah, the amazing prophet of God? He called down fire from heaven, and the fire burned up everything, the sacrifice, the water, and even the rocks. Exactly. Well, Elijah was a powerful prophet of God, in word and in deed. Do you know something amazing about this amazing prophet? He never died. What? No way! Way? One day, Elijah was with Elisha, another prophet, and as they were talking, behold, chariots of fire and horses of fire separated the two of them. And then Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. God took him straight up to heaven. That sounds like an awesome way to go. It does, doesn't it? Well, right before that, though, Elisha asked Elijah something very important. Please let there be a double portion of your spirit on me. He wanted to continue to serve God during Israel's dark days. He wanted to speak God's messages and show God's power. That double portion was given to him. As a messenger, he instructed kings, rebuked enemies, and promised food for hungry people. And as a miracle worker, he multiplied cooking supplies, unpoisoned a deadly stew, made an axe head float, and brought the dead back to life. He brought the dead back to life? He did indeed. And Elisha's story shows that God's message and power were not for Israel alone. Israel's God also blesses the nations. Let's find out more. Chapter 32 Grime and Punishment 2 Kings 5 After Elijah didn't die, but went up to heaven all the same, God raised up a new prophet to walk in Elijah's shoes. His name was Elisha. And he didn't literally walk in Elijah's shoes, but he did literally wear Elijah's cloak and was blessed with a double portion of Elijah's spirit. He was the next great prophet to speak God's message and wield God's power. And Elisha did a lot of both. As a messenger, he instructed kings, rebuked enemies, and promised food for hungry people. And as a miracle worker, he multiplied cooking supplies, purified deadly stew, made an axe head float, and brought the dead back to life. In those days, Syria was often at war with Israel. And on one of their raids, they stole a little Israelite girl who would play a big part in God's plan. The little girl worked for the wife of Naaman, a commander in the Syrian army. Naaman was a mighty man of valor, but he also had a serious skin disease called leprosy, 
When the little girl learned of Naaman's disease, she spoke up. You need to see the prophet from Israel. So Naaman went with his horses and chariots and stood at the door to Elisha's house. Go wash in the Jordan River seven times, Elisha told him, and you shall be clean. You might think this would be good news to Naaman, but it made him furious. The Jordan River, he said. We have better rivers in Syria. I thought this prophet was going to help me. As Naaman was leaving, one of his servants urged him to listen to Elisha. So Naaman humbled himself, went down, and dipped himself in the Jordan River seven times. And wouldn't you know it, the leprosy was gone. Naaman was clean. Being a rich man, Naaman was prepared to pay for such a miracle. But Elisha refused. He would not take anything from Naaman. The grace God gave Naaman was to be a gift. But one of Elisha's servants, a man named Gehazi, thought differently. I bet I can still get something for this miracle, Gehazi figured. So he ran after Naaman and took from him two bags of silver and two changes of clothes. When Gehazi returned, Elisha knew something was not right. Where have you been? Elisha asked. Nowhere, Gehazi replied. But Elisha saw through the lie. He knew that Gehazi had chased after Naaman. Because you sought to get rich from God's grace, Elisha said, the leprosy that left Naaman will now stick to you. Gehazi learned the hard way. There are some gifts money can't buy and some money we shouldn't accept. Even though Naaman was not part of God's people, the Israelites, he obeyed the voice of God. As a result, he was healed from leprosy and came to know the greatness of God. The blessing that comes from obeying God's word is not just for Israelites. It's for all people and all nations. The servant girl knew this. Gehazi didn't. But Jesus knew it, too. He showed us that when a leper came to him for healing. This leper believed that Jesus had the authority, like Elisha, to speak God's words and heal diseases. And he was right. One day the leper approached Jesus, knelt before him, and begged, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. The Bible says that Jesus had deep compassion for this sick man. Jesus' heart was touched. Then Jesus' hand touched this untouchable man and answered, I will be clean. Well, do you know what happened? As Naaman was when he came out of the Jordan River, this man was suddenly and completely cleansed. Scales fell off his skin. Bruises and wounds were instantaneously healed. The tips of toes and fingers grew back. Something as awesome as Genesis occurred, perhaps even better, a new creation, a sort of resurrection from the dead. What a great picture of the gift of God's grace, grace that is for Israel, for foreigners, for lepers, for our enemies, for everyone. And that brings us to today's 
big truth. God's grace is free and available to all. All right, are you ready for this week's memory verse? Our verse for this week is 2 Kings 5.15. Behold, I know that there is no God in all the earth but in Israel. Now, say it with me this time, repeating after me. 2 Kings 5.15 2 Kings 5.15 Behold, I know that there is no God in all the earth. Behold, I know that there is no God in all the earth. But in Israel. But in Israel. Great job. You're doing such a good job on these verses. I'm really proud of you, and I hope you keep practicing them through the week every week so that you can keep hiding God's Word in your heart and in your mind. Let's close our lesson today and pray together. Forgive us, Lord, when we're greedy, and be gracious to us when we don't value your grace. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Biggest Story Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend so that they can learn more about the big story of the Bible, too. You can visit TheBiggestStory.com to download coloring pages and activity sheets for today's lesson. There you'll also find other resources like memory verse cards, posters, videos, and more. The Biggest Story Podcast is a production of Crossway.